This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Friday, May 1st. Friday, not a day too soon. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. May has started with a modest bid in the Treasury market. Now, this is largely a function of Amazon's forward guidance in its earning report, suggesting that the outlook is not as positive as one might have otherwise anticipated. Now, this hasn't redefined risk assets, although domestic equity futures are modestly off of the recent highs. With a variety of market closures overnight, we were not surprised to see that volumes were particularly light. Cash traded at roughly 60% of the 10-day moving average, and a lot of that was focused in the long bond. We see 30-year yields at 125, well within their recent range, and 10-year yields are once again at 61 basis points. We haven't seen a day in which 10-year yields haven't traded at 61 basis point at some point since the 15th of May. So for context, we are very much in a well-established range that frankly we don't expect to be challenged until the middle of May. Our range call is based largely on the logic that a great deal of the economic downside is already priced into the market at current levels, and what investors are waiting for a better sense of is how the reopening of the U.S. economy plays out. Whether or not that leads to a spike in COVID-19 cases, and how governments deal with those new realities. It's May Day, and Trump's trade war is apparently back. Shifting away from addressing the pandemic, the White House is reportedly designing retaliatory actions against China, essentially picking up the trade war issue where it was paused for the outbreak. It's an election year, and the efforts at laying the groundwork for Trump's re-election bid are clearly underway. With only six months to go, the coronavirus has derailed the normal campaigning process, and the summer promises to be a sprint unlike any in recent political memory. Elbow bumps, bandanas required. At present, the White House's attempt to block the federal government's retirement fund from investing in Chinese equities on the basis of national security is the latest political contribution to the risk-off sentiment. It's difficult to imagine that the administration's efforts stop there, as rumblings of an uptick in tariffs are already making the rounds. As a political machine appears to be getting back to business as usual, attention will soon shift towards assessing the post-pandemic economic landscape. This isn't to suggest that the COVID-19 threat has been eliminated, but rather that the reopening scheduled to commence in the coming weeks will serve as the first step to getting back to the new normal. As the consumer emerges from forced hibernation, eyes adjusting to the sun, enjoying the fresh air filtered through quality N95 protection, and strangers, friends, and acquaintances a respectful social distance away, we cannot help but ponder what will be the first post-lockdown purchase. Now, sales of necessities, food, healthcare, etc., haven't suffered in the same manner as the big ticket items and those deemed delayable, apparel, etc. There's little doubt that there's pent-up demand, which will be evident for certain purchases. However, the lost months of spending on services will never be reclaimed. The more germane question is how consumption patterns will permanently be altered as a result of the pandemic. 
there are plenty of dire predictions about how large venues and sporting events will never be the same. Perhaps, but that's entirely different from being permanently closed. Our take, for what it might be worth, is that there will be a period of adjustment accompanied by a modest shift in spending behavior, which will eventually resolve into a new reality, which quickly becomes, well, reality. This transition certainly won't occur overnight, and it's the redefining of the consumption landscape that will create the next meaningful unknown for 2020. As with most unknowns, however, the uncertainty is often more paralyzing than the results themselves. It's with this backdrop that we'll be curious to see how Friday plays out in the equity market. All three of the most recent Fridays have been risk-on, which has been incrementally negative for treasuries, although negative for treasuries within that very definable range. Given yesterday's month-end rebalancing dynamics and a slate of corporate issuance, we continue to see the balance of risks over the weekend as skewed more positively as it relates to the coronavirus. And with that in mind, we would not be aggressive buyers of treasuries at 61 basis points. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.